Get so bad, I'm like, I might grab a bat. I don't know. My wrath, my blood boils over like, oh God, here goes. I lost all feeling from my head to my toes. You said some shit that I can't let go. So just stay tuned for the rest of the show. So have you ever felt betrayed? Which is how you see things. Realize something needs change. Cause I know you got me fucked up. Let me show you what's up. Cause enough is enough. Take a face full of pavement Just to make a statement I know there's no turning back Oh God, adrenaline wasted So mad I can taste it I know there's no turning back Playmaker Salads. Number 94, Alex the Bearman Alcazaz. Number 24, Ricky Litwinkowicz. This show is sponsored by Raz Energy, DreamController.com, and Steiner Sports. Arch Rivals Football is a Pain Train Pipe Bomb production. Ladies and gentlemen, how y'all doing on this Wednesday, October 6, 2021? Down to the Playmaker Silence here, along with my buddy, Bearman of Texas. How you doing? I'm doing good, brother D. What's going on? So, we couldn't go Monday thanks to Facebook having issues, so... We had okay. to move it to Wednesday. Apparently, there's still issues from what I understand, yeah. but that's no surprise. And the funny thing is, we speaking on issues, right? Yes, sir. There's a lot of issues in college football. Oh, yeah. Big time. 
<laughs> week five, ladies and gentlemen, we saw eight top 25 teams take an L. We saw Georgia just destroy Arkansas in a top 10 showdown. Any thoughts on what Georgia did to Arkansas? Not exactly, because it's no surprise. I did, but I guess the surprise was I thought Arkansas might put up a little bit of a fight, but uh, yeah, nothing. Same thing, Alabama and Nick Saban. They told Lane Kiffin, get the hell out of Tuscaloosa. And he did, and well. <laughs> they took a beating. That was not pretty. That's not what we expected. We expected a good fight. Mm -hmm. Alabama said no. Mm -mm -mm. Steve Wallman, thank you for joining us today. Go ahead and share this out. Let's get other people in here. You know, as I can tell you, um, what you have to say about Cincinnati going to South Bend and doing what they did? I mean, first things first, I got to congratulate them. They go in and do with that. And they were the road team, and they beat twenty. They beat them twenty-four to thirteen. And based on how I'm seeing a bit of solid defense, you know, three quarterbacks got in the game for Notre Dame. Three quarterbacks. So, <laughs> and both these quarterbacks, these completion uh, attempts, uh, like that, the ratio, not too convincing. It, it just really seems that you know Cincinnati's just played so solid defense. But you know what yeah. they say: solid, you know, defense is is what matters, right? Yeah, shout out to them. And uh, I mean, I think it's it's become more clear this Cincinnati team may be maybe the real deal after all. And I have to sit here and talk about upsets because uh, Stafford took down Oregon. That hurts the Pat Twelve. And not only that, you know, Bear Man. There was a streak that was going on since 1986. And it came to an end on Saturday. For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, the Florida Gators took an L at Kentucky. This was Kentucky's first win against the Florida Gators since 1986. That Ken makes you think everything that's happened since 1986. Florida has dominated at lessons in Kentucky until now. Kentucky can't reclaim their home. And by them reclaiming their home, they finally jumped into the rankings at no, at 16. Just by knocking off Florida, who was ranked 10. Now we're down to 20. <sighs> stings. That, I, that one stings. But, you know, streets come to an end, right? They do, but but I gotta ask you, brother D, what happened to Florida? What exactly happened in this game that that made him lose? You want me to be honest? I would love. Well, let me say it like this: the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Kentucky didn't make that stupid mistake that they usually make. You remember years ago, they was winning. But they forgot to cover the right receiver. I believe I know what you're talking about. But a lot of teams have made that mistake, not just Kentucky. No, what I'm saying is Kentucky has been knocking on the door for a while. It took them two, it took them two years ago to knock us off at home. 
Because guess what? They didn't make the stupid mistakes that they make. Well, that means they learned from it. They didn't make the stupid mistakes at home on Saturday. They won. Kentucky has been known to be right there in the game. And one mistake on defense cost them the game. How you forget to cover the receiver? Where is nobody over there? Like, Florida needs two yards for a touchdown, and nobody's over there. Like, how does that happen? It really is a difficult week. <laughs> Boy, yeah, I mean, it really just seems like, you know, and for Florida, you know, that's two consecutive losses, right? Mm-mm. No, it's not. Okay. Lost okay. to Alabama, came back and beat Tennessee, and we lost. Oh, okay, Tennessee. all right, but but still, you know, now falling to a three three and two record, it's 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 it stings, like like you said. It it hurts, but it is what it is, and uh, the way Georgia look, it might be a third loss because them boys is just they just flying off on everywhere, and then that gives me to the rankings. Uh, would you go ahead and put up my top five group of five? Because I'm trying to remember correctly, Bear Man, but I don't recall ever seeing two group of five teams ranked in the top ten. I think the new thing is you added to your uh, top five group of five, Brother D, is the I, SMU I Mustangs. I did. I will mm-hmm. get to that in a minute. But Cincinnati's ranked fifth in the country now. Yeah. BYU's ranked 10th in the country now. When was the last time you heard two schools who was not in the power five ranked in the top 10? I mean, that's usually unheard of. But you know we, what? It's making an impact. I mean, this is something new. <laughs> I mean, BYU is just, you know, been tearing had, it up, you know, just coming off that win against Utah State. Are people finally starting to look at the group of five teams now with a real light on them now? Well, they better because that? I think at this point we're getting their attention now. I mean, it's not just us getting the getting their attention. It's these teams pulling off these upset playing dominant football. That's what's getting the attention, brother. So, yes, number one and number two on the list, Cincinnati BYU, number three, Coastal <laughs> Carolina staying. Coastal Carolina, they, all they do is win. I can't penalize all them. All they do win. is win. <laughs> San Diego State, all they do is win. And then I had to take Fresno State off because they got upset by Hawaii. And going through my list, going through my group of five teams, guess who I found out owns a victory over a power five team? Enlighten us. Brother SMU in an overtime victory uh-huh. over TCU, and they didn't lose last week. That's how they jump into the top five group of five. Fresno State exit. Here comes SMU. So that's my top five group of five for week six. Sin Cincinnati, BYU, Coastal Carolina, San Diego State, and SMU. Macy's in the chat. I'm so happy you're in the chat because uh Bear man, if you look at our we'll slate get to here, OU. <laughs> we'll if you get look to at the Boomer Sooners. If you look at the slate for week six, <laughs> you got two games on Friday night that I am interested in. 
Temple is going to the fifth-ranked team, Cincinnati, at 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on ESPN. Oh, yes. I want to see how Cincinnati plays coming off a big whirlwind at Notre Dame and playing against a Temple team who's really only 3-1 and one right now. Well, I expect – I would only hope Cincinnati builds on the win because we've seen many times when a team pulls off an upset, they fail to build on it because of – and it's because they decide to get arrogant and cocky, and it's a lesson that, seem, that never seems to be learned because some teams keep making that mistake is if you decide to get arrogant, you get distracted, and then you go from pulling off the upset – to you suffering the upset, and that's pretty humiliating. That's a momentum killer, my friend. That that can destroy your season in a heartbeat. And we're talking group of five here, so Cincinnati cannot lose a game. Oh, no. And then, we have some Pac-12 action on a Friday night. Stanford, who coming off the upset over Oregon, they traveled to Arizona State, who coming off an upset of UCLA last week. 10.30 after the Cincinnati Temple game. I mean, what, what can we say about this Arizona State team? I mean, you know, for, looking at their, their four and one, you know, their only loss this season is, is to BYU. And BYU is pretty freaking good. And UCLA, and that's what I was talking about, UCLA. Didn't UCLA pull off an upset when they beat LSU? Mm-hmm. And UCLA didn't really build on that. That's what I'm talking about. So, and, you know. They took one on the chin to BYU, and they took another one on the chin to Arizona State. Now, this game between Arizona State and UCLA, it was a pretty good second half, especially the second quarter, because a total of 41 points were scored in the second quarter. But in the second half, the UCLA Bruins were shut out. And they were outscored 18-0, to to be precise. Shout out to Coach Herm Edwards for that. Good job. And then we get to Saturday. First game on the docket. I'm going to give that to you, Bearman, because I'm pretty sure you know more about this rivalry. Well, the Red River rivalry, one of the most fiercest and classic rivalries in all of college football. The Oklahoma Sooners against the Texas Longhorns, Cotton Bowl, Dallas, Texas. I've been there many times, and I'll never forget when I went to the game in 2008 – when the Texas Longhorns beat the number one Sooners 45 to 35, it was a fun night. Well, fun afternoon, I should say. Yeah, these guys, I was have to remind people this game is, is a morning game. It's an 11 a.m. game, so it's not an evening game. But the last three years, it's, I mean, I would say the last 10 years or so, it's been Oklahoma dominance over UT because UT has really been relevant in the last 10 years. But going to this game, I, obviously, Oklahoma's the favorite, and I would, Definitely say they have a better shot of winning because Texas really kind of crumbles under that pressure. Although we can't take te- Texas's win against against uh, TCU as you know as lucky. I mean, Texas had to fight for that, but you know Texas comes in, you know, uh, on that side, you know, as number twenty one while Oklahoma is still number six. So going to, if Texas has a, ch- a chance of winning, they need to run the ball effectively, and if, if it works out well, just keep doing it. And the defense is just going to have to find a way to contain that power offense of Oklahoma. But Oklahoma, let's not forget that game against West Virginia. And I'm looking at Oklahoma's last two games. 
you know, they allowed 31 points against Kansas State on the road. They beat Kansas State, who was unranked, 37-31. So the OU Sooners have some weaknesses. So it's up to the Longhorns to take advantage of that. If they can, if they can control, they can beat the Sooners. I mean, the Sooners have beat the Longhorns for three year, three year times in a row, okay? Even though the Longhorns are ahead of the overall series, they lead the series, I think, with 62 wins. So technically, Texas is still the better team. They always will be, no matter what. <laughs> but this game, I mean, Oklahoma is definitely the favorite, but I feel like this game could go either way, but it's going to be a hell of a game. Okay. Now, before I get into my usual thing that I do, Bear Man, I'm pretty sure you've been waiting on that, but let me ask you a question. All right. Are you a conference guy? Like, am I a fan of the Big 12 for the SEC? Yes. Yeah. No. No, I'm not. You're not a conference guy. I'm more of a, well, let me say it like this. I grew up loving the Longhorns and the Horned Frogs. But in 2011, when I took my first journalism course, when I started really leaning towards being objective, you know, not taking a side, not exactly being a the status of diehard fan, like, like I said those things about Oklahoma, they are good. I mean, for a brief moment, I kind of went in Texas Longhorns fan when I said Texas is the better team. But it's like that, like, I just enjoy the game, especially at this point, because when you're objective, it gives you the blessing of just enjoying the game without being forced to take a side. You can actually enjoy it without being stressed. But there's still some frustrations every now and then because of the outcomes of games. But to answer your question, I was never really a conference guy. Like Even when I was growing up loving both TCU and UT, I was more of a guy that loved the game overall because I would watch other games like Ohio State, Michigan. I would watch those classic rivalries because I always found them interesting. So to answer your question, I I just enjoyed the game. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, I got you. I got you. So now, maybe get into what I need to get into. Go ahead and buckle up. Missy's still in the chat. Yep, she is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I just uh, upset. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she didn't really take kindly to my words. Oh, she ain't take kindly to She ain't going to take kindly to mine. Missy? Hold on. What was the score against uh, Oklahoma and West Virginia? It was 16-13. <laughs> What was the score against Kansas State? 37 to 31. That, that's what I was talking about. Like how, did look, how, how did they look against Tulsa to open the season? Huh. Oh, is that for me? Is that for me? See, I'm just throwing it out there for those who don't remember. Tulsa actually only lost by, I think, like by four points, and they had the lead. Missy, you, you love your Sooners. Yeah, it was forty. It was it it was it was, uh, it was Tulane actually. It was not Tulsa. Tulane. It was Tulane. Tulane. Okay, thank you for correcting me. Yeah, all right, brother. When you say Oklahoma, what do you think of? Dominance, victories, tradition, Heisman Trophy winners. How many of those words you say fits this Oklahoma team right now? Wait, say that again. The words that you just used to describe Oklahoma. Which one of them fit this team right now? It ain't dominance. Nope. They got the victories. Yeah, they got the wins. Yeah, so they're still winning games, but... They don't look like the traditional Oklahoma team that you used to. Nope. Well, you know, sometimes they do get regressed, but... Yeah, I mean, Oklahoma's kind of fallen a little bit, but Texas, Texas, Texas is in the worst situation, not Oklahoma. Ladies and gentlemen, Spencer Rattler came into this season... As the Heisman favorite. Does he look like a Heisman favorite? 
The last two games, I would say no. You know, you it's have- like there's a little reversal. B. John Robinson, the Texas running back, has been kind of really – now all of a sudden he, people are saying he's a worthy Heisman contender. Here's the problem. You got past Kansas State. Texas got past TCU. You know what the Bit 12 is thinking right now? Because as you said, it, your team is up and down, right? Longhorns? Yeah. You don't know what you don't know what Longhorns gonna come out. I mean, like I said. I see all these fans I grew up with. They're already doing the trash talking about the Sooners. I'm like, guys, the Sooners have whipped the Longhorns' ass for for so many years. Okay, there's no room to trash talk with Texas fans. I mean, what do we have? (laughs) I mean, yeah, we've won a couple of bowl games, but you know what? OU would go to the playoffs. So, uh, I mean, OU still has been the better team, even though Longhorns lead the overall series. But, you know. If Texas wins this game, the Big 12 is in trouble. You know why? Why? Texas is up and down. Oh, you was basically the only team that they got left for the playoffs. And oh, you looks terrible. Yeah. yeah they win, but they look terrible. Yeah. I've got the all-time series uh, of the Red River rivalry. Texas leads 62 wins. Yeah, it's, it's basically the record is 62 and 49 and 5. Oh, trust me. Texas used to, used to whoop on Oklahoma for quite a bit. I remember those days. I, I remember the year that Longhorns won the championship. I remember when when, when Vince Young just decimated the Sooners. Do I need to throw Colt McCoy in there too? Well, I don't remember Colt McCoy exactly destroying them, but I do I do remember going to a game back in 2008 when, the, when Sam Bradford was the quarterback for the Sooners. Uh, you know, Colt McCoy was there. You know, there was... Brian Arakpo, I mean, all, all these players. I believe DeMarco Murray was there, Ryan Broyles, Jermaine Gresham. I mean, How I'm many sure. times is Oklahoma going to squeak by? You got Texas this week. You know you got Baylor coming up. You got Oklahoma State coming up. That's another rivalry. Bedlam at the end of the year. How many times is Oklahoma going to play around and before they actually realize y'all going to lose the season because y'all playing around? You see Cincinnati? They rank five. Mm-hmm. Alabama, Georgia, they look unbeatable. That's three teams right there, right? Yeah. There's one spot left. One one spot left open, right? It's OU's for the taking. But OU keep playing around. It ain't going to be for the taking. Well, I don't expect OU to play around this week. I mean, they're playing the freaking Longhorns. And they've dist- – they, well – They've defeated the Longhorns three times in a row. That started out with the Big 12 championship three years ago. That was during Kyler Murray's senior year. And right now you have about, what, four Big 10 teams herping around that four area? Just about. I mean, Georgia is obviously leading the chase. And, you got, of course, you got Alabama, number one. Macy, yo, yo, soon as they better step it up this week. Rivalry game, you better remind the world why OU was picked favorite to make the playoffs because y'all don't look like it. You know what I call this week, Bear Man? What? I should have I said it before I started. You know what I call this week? Put up a shut-up time. Yeah, especially for Oklahoma, but 
I I really expect Oklahoma to come into this game fully prepared, and you know Oklahoma's the favorite, and I think I have a feeling they're going to prove why. I mean, the Longhorns will probably put up a fight. Uh, Longhorns might put up a respectable fight. It might be one of those games where both teams fought, but only one team comes out on top, and obviously OU is more than likely to do it. It's a oh, game yeah. that can go either way. I mean, again, the Longhorns' running game—you can't count that out. But the Longhorns' defense is. It's average at best. Casey Thompson. I see why you said he should have been a starter. Yeah. Because it was hard for TCU to get off the field because he was making plays. He was, I and mean, especially in the running game. But Casey Thompson did. Casey Thompson did struggle against the against the Horn Frogs. He struggled, but when you needed it most, what did he do? He pulled through. He did. I watched that game. So, if Casey Thompson outs Lou Spencer Rattler, we know how this game's going to go. And if that happens, Spencer Rattler is going to be booed out out of the freaking building. So, uh, remember, I said this. If Casey Thompson outdoes Spencer Rattler, Oklahoma's in trouble. Oh. I did mention the Big Ten, right? You did. I, the Maryland Terrapins. One loss on the season. Uh, they are at number seven, Ohio State. But guys. And, and Maryland just got clobbered by the by Iowa, didn't they? 51 to 14, I think. Battle of Unbeatens, remember? Yes, sir. <laughs> and I actually had the freaking goal to say that Maryland was actually going to fight at first, but. Uh, Boy, was I wrong. I mean, I did I, say Maryland would actually I, I, fight, didn't I? I told you about defenses, right? You did. <laughs> uh, you you did see the number one defense in the country, right? We did. Uh, yeah. I did. I, I did, yes. Yeah. I sugarcoating nothing. I ain't sugarcoating nothing. That that defense of Iowa is something special here, okay? Oh, yeah. we gonna get, we'll get to them because they got a big game coming up. But we talking Maryland and Ohio State. Ohio State still struggling, but winning. Looking like Oklahoma. Except they pull away late. Oh, Buckeye they fans, they, no. they pull away late. Buckeye fans are gonna hate you for saying that. <laughs> but who cares? Hey, it's the truth. Y'all, y'all the lost truth. to Oregon. Y'all lost to Oregon at home. I don't want to hear nothing. Yeah, like I said, you, you you're not you're not being you're not lying, so sometimes the truth the truth hurts, right? Mm-hmm. To his brother. Found out why Iowa is Iowa. Now you got to take that loss off and you got to go to the horseshoe now. I hate saying this because I don't like Ohio State. But one thing about Ohio State, they know how to bounce back from getting punched in the mouth. (laughs) Oh, ain't that an understatement. So if Maryland wants to pull up the upset, you're going to have to play damn near a perfect game for a whole 60 minutes. Oh, big time. But let, let's be real here, Brother D. I mean, Ohio State's going to take care of business. They, they might have some struggles, but I just can't see the Buckeyes losing this one. We shall see. Let's see what two of the brothers do against the Buckeyes. Uh, I mean, they have five, five interceptions against Iowa. I mean, like you said, it's the defense, right? All right. 
we're not gonna confuse the Buckeyes defense for Iowa's defense. Nah, yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah, let's not. Good point. Let's not. But let's just see. Can you bounce back from that? That's a bad. And it was at home too. It wasn't even on the road. It was at home. They went in your building and made you throw five interceptions. <laughs> on your turf. That's that bad. That's bad. That is really bad. That's because that, that, that 12 o'clock slate is like ridiculous. Because we have one more. And it's the two teams who we talked about who got roasted last week by number one and number two. They play each other. 13 ranked Arkansas at 17 ranked Ole Miss. So who took the loss personally is this type of game here. Oh, big time. Arkansas, you walked into Athens, Georgia, over the hedges, and the Bulldogs treated y'all like y'all were sausages. Well, you know what's you know what I'm surprised right now is that Arkansas is ranked the same as they were last week. No, that was ranked in the top. Uh, that was right in the top ten. That was a top okay. ten. Oh, that's right. Okay, okay. That's, uh, yeah, I always forget that on Google that, that you know they don't change from what last week. They they just okay. Okay, thanks for clarifying. Which is amazing to me because they ones that got shut out, not Ole Miss. Ole Miss got beat by number one. Just... Ole Miss got beat by number one at Tuscaloosa, but they scored points. Arkansas went to Georgia, couldn't even put up a damn point, and they ranked ahead of Ole Miss. Yeah, that's why I'm starting to really scratch my head with these rankings. Like, yeah, something's going on. Something's not now, right. Which team took they lost personally and wants to punch the other team in the mouth? Because well, Arkansas the, thought they would they thought they was physical until they ran into Georgia and they found out what physicality really is. Oh, big time. Well, Mr. Mr. Waldman uh asking Ole Miss with the upset. Well, Steven, to be honest with you, I would have to say, yeah, I think I think Mississippi's gotta be gotta have the advantage. I mean, it is at home. Okay, and and like playmaker just mentioned, even though Ole Miss got their butts kicked, they did put they did put up twenty one points. So, I mean, you look at the score; they lost forty two to twenty one. I mean, yeah, they lost twenty points, but they scored twenty one points. So there's there was still a couple of things to to feel good about, but but you know, you described it the best way. Like, who who wants to you know like make make the bigger point? I think I think the Ole Miss Rebels are going to make that point. And you have Lane Kiffin. Who probably is taking that loss even worse to Alabama because he couldn't do a that damn thing to that Alabama offense or defense. Nick Saban came with a game plan and he had perfected it on Lane Kiffin. Big time. But I kind of feel like this game could be like a little I it could be an interesting game. I mean, some might say because Ole Miss is just that frustrated that they're gonna take it out on the on the Razorbacks and probably have a blowout, but if Arkansas can score some points, it would be good for them. But I feel like this game, maybe the first half could be competitive, but I have a feeling like this game is going to be second-half material. And what I mean by second-half material is that only one team is going to dominate the second half. But All right. We'll, but we'll see. That's a hell of a 12, that's a 12, that's your 12 o'clock slate. That's a hell of a 12 o'clock slate. You see that, right? Oh, yeah. And the slate only gets even better once you get to the afternoon time. I mean, good reason to get up early, right? Especially on a Saturday. Check this out. So when you get to the 3 o'clock game, the 331 knows, look at this. Number two, Georgia, who we just talked about, who shut out Arkansas. They go it's over the plains. It's War Eagle and the Auburn Tigers. 
Well, Auburn, Auburn just beat. I believe they beat LSU on the road in Death Valley, didn't they? They went to Death Valley at night and knocked off them Tigers, twenty-four to nineteen. Go Tigers, Coach O. This rivalry here. This, these two, it's like we these two get together. Something crazy always happens. Uh, these these SEC rivalries, there's just there's just something with them. I mean, there's just something magical. Like you just don't know what's gonna happen. You can't predict it. You you at you least can't. I, I can't. Maybe at least I can't. Maybe Kirk Street probably could, but me, do, huh, no do, chance. Do, do, do we go to the Hair Mary or Georgia winning on the Hair Mary? <laughs> do do we do we go to Auburn just beating the secondary deep down the field when the ricochet off two Georgia Bulldogs? He caught it and took it to the house. I mean, what what can we expect from this game? I will tell you this though. Bo Nicks. You at home. This number two team right here is punching everybody in their damn mouth. You don't oh, believe me? Time. Oh, yeah. Ask Clemson. What have Clemson been since? Mm-hmm. I mean, we, you, you can ask, talk about what they did Arkansas. You can, you can, I mean, ask Vanderbilt of all teams. <laughs> they ain't even getting to my Gators yet. That's coming late this month. Oh, boy. I'm sure you're not mm-hmm. looking forward to that. Georgia is punching people in the mouth. Kirby Smart has this defense beating up offenses. And you know how they beating up offenses? Perfect tackling. Rally mm-hmm. into the ball. Not getting called for targeting. That, did, that was one issue I did have with the Texas TCU game, but I decided to leave it alone. <laughs> Could that actually change the momentum to Texas favor, if I'm being honest? They are smashing offenses. Man, the offense is like, well, eventually we're going to pick it up. And then they start dropping points on you. So while your offense is getting beaten up, your defense is getting worn out. And then they, you just, next thing you know, Joseph already put up 28 points. You're down a 28 hole right now. So, Bo Nix, you better be on your P's and Q's. You're at home. So, there's no crowd. There's no crowd disadvantage for you. Last time you played a Georgia team, you got taken out because you were struggling to Georgia State. Do I need to say that again for the people in the back? I think you should. Georgia State. Gave Auburn a run for their money at Auburn. Now you have the king of Georgia coming in. What you gonna do, Auburn? What you gonna do, Bo Nitz? Because the most physical and complete team in this college football right now, and I hate saying it, but you know me, you know I tell it like it is. It's the damn Georgia Bulldogs. Oh, yeah. So Auburn, you want you want to make you want to get yourself back into recognition? You better show up for this game, or else Georgia's gonna run through you like they did Arkansas, and everybody in SEC really gonna be scared. 
Well, I think everybody should be scared of the Georgia Bulldogs. But you know what? You got to do something about it, bro. You got the guts. You step on the gridiron. You put up a fight. Hey, you know how I like my group of five, right? Mm-hmm. 3.30 at the same time. On ABC, actually, it's going to be televised. We got a group of five game going to be televised on national TV. It's Boise State at BYU. Boise State only lost was the UCF opening week. We covered that, remember? We did. Now, Boise State versus BYU. BYU's okay. ranked 10th in the country. I think this is the highest BYU ranked in a long behind time. At least 10 years. Number 10 in the country. How does BYU handle this pressure ranking? You're ranked in the top 10. You're being put on national television. You on ABC. That means everybody's watching. And Boise State's coming in. Can the Krugers handle it? Oh, no doubt in my mind, BYU's sink here business at home. BYU's 5-0. Boise State is 2-3. Boise State's coming off a home loss to Nevada. Although, on September 25th, Boise State did beat Utah State 27-3 on the road. And let's not forget, Boise State only lost to Oklahoma State, who was ranked... Uh, I'm not sure what they were ranked at the time, but they only lost to Oklahoma State by one point, so... We know Boise State. We're not going to – see, people like you and me, we don't act like Boise – we say Boise State and, oh, that's a win. We know how Boise State is. You mess around with Boise State if you want to, and they would catch you slipping. I mean, it is a bit difficult for me to compliment BYU because, again, I grew up you know, loving TCU, and when I was growing up, TCU and, and BYU were fierce rivals. As a matter of fact, I actually went to the final game that was played between the two teams. I'm looking forward to this game. I want to see how BYU handles the spotlight. Oh, big time. That's a that's a game to watch. That's really a game to watch. For my ACC fan, you watch your Georgia and you watch your Arbor game. You watch that. But for those who just want to look at some good games, check out Boise State and BYU. Look how Boise State plays the game of football. Time. And we're not done with that slate, you know? Oh, no. I know Ricky's back there listening. And one thing I know about Ricky, he, he likes good football, right? Huh. He, oh, he, yes. wants, he, want, he wants to see some defenses, right? He wants to, he wants that's exactly what he wants. And this particular game, Playmaker, I think Ricky is going to get his freaking wish. We talking Big Ten country. We talking game of the week. The fact that I say game of the week. Uh, oh, this game's got to be. Is Steve Wallman still in the chat? Oh, Mr. Wallman's definitely in the chat. Can Can Steve do me a favor, real quick? Can you go find out where college game day is going to be at Saturday? Because I, if I recall, I don't think it's at Penn State in Iowa, which is a top five matchup. Can you Can you do that for me, real quick, Steve Wallman? I need to. I need to make sure where is college game day going to be at on Saturday. Oh, yeah, usually so, is like doing Red River rivalry. I think so. more often than not, they have it there. Oh, you and Texas where they at, right? But but if I remember correctly, 
Ain't college, ain't college game day supposed to be at the games that mean the most? You have a top, you have a top five showdown between Penn State and Iowa, and you skip that game to go to the Red River Showdown. No, we're not disrespecting the Red River Showdown, but we're looking at it like there's a better matchup. <laughs> well, the, am the I Red, wrong? The Red River Showdown dates back to the year 1900. I know that, but we have a better matchup. Yeah, I mean, I'll be we honest. We have a more yeah. significant yeah. matchup. I mean, yeah, this game in Penn State and Iowa is definitely, I would say it's definitely got a bit better potential than, than the Red River game, especially be, because of how Oklahoma is right now. But, you know, again, Texas still has issues. So, yeah, yeah, you're right. Th this has to be game of the week. I mean, battle of the, you know, number four and the number three, okay? And both teams are 5-0. and oh. I mean, one team's going to, is not going to be undefeated anymore. One team's going to suffer. You know they did this. You know they did this earlier this year, right? You know game they did this earlier this year, right? Yeah. You know, hold on. Where, where, hey, where I need to go? Uh, let me look at because I wore, I wore every game that I should put on the slate. I wrote it down in my notebook, right? So, you know, this is what they did. So go back to week three, right? You know, at college game they was at in week three. Where? Auburn and Penn State. We talking twenty two. Versus ten, that's the same week Alabama came to Florida. Why are you not at the swamp with number one in town versus number eleven? And we know about that rivalry. We do, but we're gonna go to Auburn, Penn State. You know why? It's wide out. It's Auburn's first trip to Penn State. But we supposed to be doing the most, the best matchup, right? Oh yeah. Penn State and Iowa. You want to see some defenses? This is your game. Well, this is it. You want to see some offenses who, when the press is on them, they make the plays. This is the game for you. This is the game. Ricky, I know you hear me. This is your game right here to watch. That is four o'clock. So why y'all doing arch rival? You can be you can keep out on the game. That's the game to watch. <laughs> Number one defense in the country, Iowa Hawkeyes versus we all know about Penn State. Penn State play good defense. They have a good offense. You want us to beat you running? We'll do it. You want us to beat you passing? We'll do it. That's Penn State. Am I right? That's Penn State for you. But Iowa. We just talked about what Iowa did to Maryland. Yeah, obliterated them. Now number four. And matter of fact, I was watching ESPN. They was going through the history of Iowa and Penn State games. You know, they are known for having these close, dramatic games, right? Oh, yes. Saquon Barkley made his name known against Iowa, getting them to a victory at Iowa. We talk about Iowa upsetting Penn State at Iowa. Penn State avoiding an upset at Iowa on the last second game winning touchdown. Oh, this is your game. 
I do not expect nobody to get blown out. I expect this game to go down to the wire. And whoever has the ball last is going to win the game. And that brings us to the final game of the week. The primetime game. You know we got to have a primetime game. Oh, yes. Got to have a primetime game. Number 14, Notre Dame, coming off that loss to Cincinnati. Now they got to go to Blacksburg to take on Virginia Tech. My, I'm going to say this. We don't like, most of us don't like Notre Dame because their name gets them into favorable positions, right? Oh, yeah. That when they really much, don't. Honestly. When they don't deserve it, and we know they don't deserve it. Right. Notre Dame is not happy. If anything, this is their game. I mean, Virginia Tech, I'm looking at their schedule. They're, they're coming off a 21-10 win against, against the University of Richmond. They lost to West Virginia a long, long ago, 27-21. They beat Middle Tennessee 35-14, and they beat North Carolina 17-10. So North Carolina was ranked. North Carolina was ranked. So that's the only win. But since then, Virginia Tech, it's not been too convincing. But It's not. But let me remind you of something about Virginia Tech. How many teams can walk into Blacksburg and walk out victorious? How many? Ohio State escaped one year. Notre Dame escaped one year. Matter of fact, no, it ain't got caught another year. You just don't walk into Blacksburg at prime time and just walk out with a victory. Nope. Like you, there's the key word. You got to escape. You come off a loss at home to Cincinnati. You better be mad as all I get does. But guess what? You're going to Blacksburg on prime time. These boys are going to be ready. They're going to be rocking and they're ready to fight. You know how we treat fight. you know how we treat Dev Valley for LSU? <laughs> it's the same way you can treat Blacksburg for Virginia Tech. Oh yes. Blacksburg at night. Ooh. Prepare for a fight. Because it's gonna be a fight. It's Notre Dame might pull away late. They might pull away late. Notice I said late. But they're gonna be in the fight. They gonna know. My fact, I bet it's on the players. It's they, gonna be an escape. It's an escape. They're they gonna hate going back there because I'm pretty sure it's like, damn, I gotta go back to that damn place. It was like the last time we was there. <laughs> yeah, so that that'll cause a little bit of stress, but that might frustrate them even more. But you know, like you could say it more clear. I mean, you ain't you ain't going go in there and then just and then just run away with it. It ain't happening, son. It ain't happening. Ain't happening. Mark my words, boy. So there you have it. That's a hell of a slate. Hell of a slate. These games getting these games getting more and more better. Each week this is going. And we're getting closer and closer to the playoff rankings coming out. I can't wait to see the first playoff rankings. I really can't. Well, we are at the point of college of the college football season done now, where now, now things are serious. These non-conference games, you don't see anymore. Every team. It's from now on. It's big. You know, big Texas. It's built twelve games. It's same thing with the SEC teams. There's no more non-conference games. No more fun and games. It's now serious. 
now it's really it's where it truly matters. And every week it gets more and more serious. So you gotta so for Texas, you better keep winning. That's all you want to say to your Longhorns. <laughs> keep winning, but win convincingly. I mean, if Missy was on here, I would let her speak for as soon as, but she's not. Spencer Rattler, OU. I think it's time for y'all to show what y'all mean. Because if you don't, the Longhorns gonna catch you. Because I think they are thirsty for a win over you. So you might have to punch Texas in their mouth to let the world know we still here. The Longhorns would love to dominate the rivalry for the next for the upcoming decade because the Sooners dominated the last ten years. Now the Longhorns want to want to reverse the tides. So for Longhorns, I would say, are you tired of Oklahoma dominating? Well, you know what? Do something about it. Beat them. Cincinnati, how you gonna handle being ranked in the top five? BYU, how you gonna handle being ranked? In the top 10 with the spotlight on you now. Iowa and Penn State. Y'all just do what y'all do. Because that's the best game of the week. Best day of the week. That's all I got. Any part in words, Bear Man? Nope. But you know what? It's going to be a hell of a week. And I and when we do our tribals, I will have my eye on that game. Believe me. That will do it for me. I'll get back with y'all next week to put more college football. Ricky and Knowledge, they'll be back Saturday for more Arch Rivals football. And uh, I wasn't on yesterday. But for those of you who are wondering, at some point, my rent's going to have to win at Seattle in prime time. And I think it's tomorrow. Just for the record. Well, if you heard what I had to say about that game, uh, I think you could say I did a good job. So, we took an ass whooping to Arizona. We'll bounce back. I ain't worried. I had a 3-1 after four games in a way. You did. No doubt. No it doubt. is what it is. It For is my Gators, do what y'all need to do against Vanderbilt. Let's do what you need to do against Vanderbilt. All right. That's Bear Man. I'm the Playmaker. Ricky in the background producing. We'll see y'all later. Peace out, everybody. Hey, did you like that show? Like, share, follow, subscribe. Share out our shows to all of your social media. Need merchandise? Check out paintrainpipebomb.threatless.com for quality merchandise at great prices. Tune in next time for another edition of Arch Rivals Football, and we'll catch you on the flip side.